What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. This is my guy, Big Dave. He is at Bow B A W L Sports. We are at CHGO underscore Bulls. Our pal and producer Joey is at Joey Spathis. And our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, who was at the UC tonight, will be checking in with us later on in tonight's postgame to offer his thoughts and observations. That's a tough one, gentlemen. Bulls fall to the New Orleans Pelicans, 115-111. Crazy game, yeah. back and forth, a million ties, a million lead changes, yeah. a million more ties and lead changes in the yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. There was a star that stepped up for the Pels in the final minutes of a tight game. That was Brandon Ingram. None of the Bulls stars, whether it be Zach or DeMar, had what it took to get the biggest plays necessary done down the stretch. Uh, yeah. I mean, that inbounds pass turnover from DeMar was a killer, uh, but the Bulls had rough possessions before yeah. and leading up to that that put them in that position. Without question, Matt. Um, I see a lot of people complaining about the refs. Yeah, they uh, blew chunks. Yeah, they, they were horrific uh, from the beginning. From the very first play of the game. Pat gets an amazing <laughs> like, block yeah. in the first possession the Pelicans have. Yeah. Breakaway to go in the other way. Yeah. Hacked. Hacked. And I love how Will Gottlieb put it up there and just said, clear as day. You could see it. It was right there. That was definitely a foul. And that theme continued um, throughout the night for the beloved Chicago Bulls. Let me check out the uh, free throw numbers here. Uh, New Orleans was 28 of 36. The Bulls, 16 of 18. I'm not a math expert, but that is double yeah. the attempts. Yeah, they 18 versus 36. They definitely uh, got it going early in the fourth quarter. I believe they were, Bulls were in the penalty like three minutes in to the fourth quarter. It was, it was absolutely crazy about that. Um, but that's as far as I'm going on officiating because yeah. it was terrible. It, it sucked. It, re it was really, 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 really bad. Again, but I never really blame officials unless you're Hugh Hollins. Um, as far as the Bulls, uh, you mentioned DeMar. and I thought DeMar did everything he could do all the way up to that point uh, when he made that turnover. There I mean, was a stretch in the fourth when he had like six or eight straight points for him. He was doing DeMar. I mean, he carried him in the third. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All the way to on that On top of court. that, yeah. Yeah, it's what, he, it's what he did. And he wasn't getting those calls, but he was still putting buckets on people. Uh, and that was fun to watch. So he did his job as far as what he was supposed to do. Uh, he did the best he could. Um, Zach, he did. He had a. I thought he had a better first half than he had a sec, uh, second half. Um, he did a great job also in that mm -hmm. first half. Second half, he just kind of he was cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't terrible. He he was cool. Um, I, I don't put that on him because you know I can't stand when he dribbles. So right. <laughs> I thought he was dribbling a lot. You, you uh, were saying <laughs> stop dribbling. Stop. Too much dribbling. <laughs> too much, too much dribbling. Too much. His deadliest thing for me is catch and shoot. That needed to occur. Um, but, yeah, he did that. Big shout-out to Vooch, uh, who did a great job in the fourth quarter. I'm he had a couple of huge threes. Colossal threes. I'm going to need some of these Vooch people to be quiet. Ah, you're going to have to stop saying some things. He's already shooting, what, 38% from three this season, man. He And, and I mean, you know, look, Valanciunas was giving him some rough times earlier oh, on in tonight's game. Because he's Valanciunas. Yeah. <laughs> wow, an all-star is good. Yeah, newsflash. Yeah, Valanciunas is good. All right, and he was doing that. And, yeah, but I love what Vooch did in the fourth quarter. And we that's been a theme for him, honestly, since he's been here. Mm -hmm. Even if he's having a bad game, in that fourth quarter, he always came up with the big old shots. Uh, the one thing that was truly, truly, truly pissing me off 
was uh, Billy Donovan having Alex Caruso in the game over Patrick Williams. That bugged the shit out of me. Um, Watching Pat- Caruso try to guard Zion. Zion. Try to guard Ingram. Not, that one yes. Ingram bucket he had where, you know, Stacey and Adam were talking about how maybe it could have been a push-off offensive foul call on Ingram. And you're like, no, dude, that's just Ingram yeah. telling Caruso, I'm stronger than you. Yeah. Get out of my way. Here's a bucket in your face. Get your little ass out the way. That's all that was. That was, that was a G check right there. That's all that was. Get your little ass on. And, and he put it on him. If you notice, Brandon Ingram got hot when little people started guarding him. When, when Javante Green got on him, it was it was buckets, yeah. and, and I was towards the end of the third quarter. It was buckets, and that three pointer when he got fouled uh, by Javante Green, it was on after that. And then when they put Caruso in and took Patrick Williams out, I didn't agree with that at all because Patrick Williams was really playing well defensively, Matt. Offensively, not great, you know. But I thought he was confident in his shots. But that's another story. But defensively, Matt, he was really, really playing well, and I thought he earned the right to be in there, if not only just for that, but the fact that he's 6'7", 6'8", and guess what? Ingram's tall, and guess what? Zion is huge, Mm -hmm. and guess what? Uh, Patrick Williams is both. (laughs) Like He's big and he's huge. So you're going to either put him on Zion or you're going to put him on uh, uh, the guy's name, Ingram. You're going to put him on one or the other. As soon as he saw Caruso come into the game, it didn't matter who he was guarding. Whether it was Zion or it was Ingram, they were getting the basketball. As soon as Zion saw, look, little person, ball. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Ingram, like, this dude, ball. Give it to me. And I'm not saying Caruso can't play defense. Right. Obviously, he can. He's leading the league in deflections right now. It's what he does. All right? He plays defense. But these dudes are seven feet tall. You know what I'm saying? And Zion Wilson is colossal. It's nothing you can do against that. You know what I mean? You have to have some size. I would be with it if Patrick Williams was having a bad game defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit down, bro. Fine, we got to take our chances with Caruso because you ain't the one who's going to be with it. No, I ain't saying – no, it ain't that NIU, Dean. I'm not done with Caruso. No, I'm oh. not saying that at all. NIU Dean's firing yeah. off ridiculous takes. Yeah, no, I'm not already. saying that at all. You know what I mean? No, that's crazy. But I'm saying in this game, particularly, when you've got guys that are huge like that and you need some something with some size – and you put the guy who was arguably your best defender tonight for them. Patrick Williams played awesome defense. What do you have, four blocks? Yeah. Yeah, four, four blocks. Four blocks from your young power forward. Quite a few deflections he had tonight as well. He was in those passing lanes, did a great job switching. I thought he was right. awesome defensively tonight. And to take him off the court and then just go with a smaller guard against these big, huge forwards, I, yeah. and you saw the result. Uh, Sarah in the comments saying, especially on the switches, Pat needs to be out there. Jock yeah. wondering, why won't Billy let Pat play late in games? Uh, you know, We've talked about how there was very little evidence in the first six games or so of this season fact. that Pat even wanted to be out there fact. late in games or at all yeah. based on the way he was playing. Yeah. He seems to have at least started to turn some kind of corner yeah. in his performances recently and on a night like tonight when he could probably fare a little bit better with his switchability and size trying to D up the Pels on some of those possessions when they can throw everything at the kitchen sink at you, yeah. whether it be you know B.I. or Zion, it's fair to wonder why Pat didn't get a shot to be out there making plays on the defensive end late in the game when he, again, had four blocks on yeah. top of just playing quality, competent defense. And that's the key for me. And, I mean, Caruso didn't even score, you know. So, like, your offense wasn't on. You know, you're too small to guard these guys. 
I got to go with the dude who at least gave me seven points, <laughs> you know what I mean, and four blocks and a steal, you know what I mean, and things like that. I have to, I have to go with that guy. Now, he did get Gordon Dragic right mm-hmm. because he, I think he learned that lesson from last time, not having Gordon in. Uh, in the final uh, throws of the game, you've got to have a shooter in the game. He learned that in that Toronto game because that was definitely one of my my peeves right there is he didn't have him in. So I'm glad that he's got him in there um, in, in this game and going forward. And I hope that continues on because he was awesome, by the way. The passes he was throwing, he would have been my goon of the night, to Dude. be real with you. He he was awesome. He was, that he was great. That one lobs to Javante. And then the behind-the-head one. To- yep, that's the one that got him goon of the night for me. It what? was that one. What? I was like, what is that, dog? And he tossed that joint up there like that. That was amazing. But, man, Caruso, this I just didn't agree with it. And, again, y'all, Caruso's good. He's awesome. He had plays within the first half. I can't believe it was the first half. Yeah, it was the second quarter where he had back-to-back plays on the defense, just getting in the passing lanes and and stopping the offense uh, of the Pelicans and getting Bulls runouts and transitions. He did that on two back-to-back plays in, in the first half. I saw that. But in the fourth quarter, when you saw Ingram got cooking because he was on those them smaller dudes on him, you've got to make that adjustment, and you've got to just try with Pat who was having a good game defensively. You can't take your best defender out of that at that moment in the game to go with uh, Caruso. I, I completely disagree with that. Um, uh, Para Junior Sports saying, I know it's a loss, but it's not like it wasn't competitive. We're 0-6 <sighs> in clutch games. That's likely to change. And look, I think it's up. like um, it, what the Bulls played competitively tonight. I, it seemed like they had a – a win staring them in the face when at halftime, you know, you're somehow in a tight contest, but you've kept Zion in check. You've mostly kept Ingram in check, and McCollum isn't doing anything. Oh, man. The three big stars we talk about in pregame, none of them had done a damn thing at yeah. halftime. And then Zion gets going early in the Ford, mm-hmm. and then Ingram takes them home. Yeah. Th- their stars made plays down the trash, and ours didn't. But, uh, you know, I. It, it's a fair comment to say, look, yeah, I, are the Bulls going to go winless in clutch games for 82 games? No. 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 But you know what they did a lot last year that got them out to that lightning hot start where they yeah. were basically a tied for the one seed at All-Star break? Yeah. They won yeah. lots of close <laughs> games. Yeah. Damn yeah. near every one of them. <laughs> and we couldn't really have realistically expected that to continue the way it did last season into this season mm-hmm. nobody's winning 90 percent of clutch games that's crazy or if you are you're a championship contending kind of team yeah. nobody's trying to say that the bulls are that so yeah there was going to be a backslide and some regression to the means when it comes to how many of these close games do the bulls win versus lose it yeah. sucks that they've lost a lot of close ones so far but they can turn this around if it's just executing i like i saw somebody ragging damar in the comments about that inbounds play Dude, you saw it on Demar's face when they played the slow mo replay. Yeah, he was just—he was more mad at himself than any Bulls fan is mad at him for that right now. Yeah, it's a very uncharacteristic thing for Demar to do. Yeah, we call the man the king in the fourth, all right, and we do so for a freaking reason. That's who he is? Anyone blaming, you know, Demar for tonight? Mm-hmm. No, if you're blaming Demar, you you bugging out. You bugging out. I just saw the comment from I—I uh, I, I don't know if that was the real Marque or not. Oh. Uh, I think. I'm not sure. But uh, Pat would have been guarding Ingram un- unless you're happy with putting Levine on Zion. It, they can switch. It's a thing. They, it can happen. You, and you guess what? Caruso was on Zion, and then he was on Ingram. 
Like, those two things were happening. You know what I mean? And, yes, I would have been happy with him in there and Pat guarding, you know, putting him on Zion. Fine. You're going you're gonna to have to take that risk anytime. You know what I mean? Because if he's on Ingram, that's a risk. You know what I mean? Having Zach Levine out there guarding either one of those is a liability. What you can't have is a double liability. Right. You can't do that. So you have to have a be- better defender out there on the floor guarding one of them. It's taking something away. You can't just give them both the same thing. That's that you'll lose that way. That's exactly how you'll lose. And and that's kind of what we saw tonight, man, is getting that L like that. Yeah, it is. Um I just saw somebody in the comments say, you know, nobody's talked about Zach tonight. How did he do? Money D in the comments. What up, Money D? I just talked about Zach. Uh, he just talked about Zach. Yeah. Um, I mean, three of 12. Yeah. If Zach goes five of 12, the Bulls win this game. Yeah. And Zach, you know Simple what? Simple as that. I don't, I, it's funny because I can't talk about, I don't know if he meant because of his defense or what, or his offense. Oh, I, plenty of people are but, ragging Zach and DeMar and Vooch's defense in the comments tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm not I, tripping on that. I, I thought that Zach and DeMar had like notably impressive defensive possessions in this game. Yeah, DeMar was trying his ass off Dude. defensively, bro. Like, no, like really they were in steals. Yeah. Those two were working their tails off on defense. Yeah. Are they overmatched in certain some of these matchups? Like, yeah. Yeah. Zach Levine can't guard Zion Williamson. Yeah, no freaking doy. <laughs> Good luck to anyone in the league trying to guard that giant hunk of metal and brawn. Like, dude, dude, right. Dude's a fucking Decepticon, man. Like, like he's for real, dog. Like, it's ridiculous. That's not just a Decepticon. That's freaking Megatron. You know what I mean? Right. right. Come on, man. The dude is colossal. Like, it's not too many people that can guard him. But So you have to put the size and the mass on him. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't just have the two liabilities out there and because you're going to get worked. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it was. They're going to get worked. And you saw that occur. But um, I thought Zach was okay. I thought he was solid. It was happy. I was happy to see that dunk, man. We talked about that, that dunk yeah. that he had. It was just happy to see that athleticism. That he had, man. It was great. I was like, cool. He went up and went strong. And I was like, yes, that. That looks awesome. I'm cool with that. But, man, dude, like, you wanted you wanted him to continue it on in the fourth quarter. I get that. But, Zach, I thought he really did play a solid game tonight. Uh, yeah. Uh, our guy Mark K saying uh, – this fan base is weird. Bulls played well. <laughs> they lost. It happens. Uh-huh. No reason to have a coronary. Yeah. I, a coronary. Look, well, I, I am known for having a coronary oh, here well, and there. Oh, well, this is true. I think he's talking about people, people in the chat as oh, well. Okay. No, yeah. The, okay. the chat seems to be very, like, yes. pessimistic and hostile so far tonight. Oh, and they were like, I'm like, with everything. More yeah. so than usual, correct? We, we oh, okay. talking oh, and, oh, more so than you. Oh, I'm sorry. We were talking in the pregame <laughs> about how this Pels team is stacked. They're no we joke. Did, we did say that. We have people in the chat. A rocky start, yeah. you know. I think they're like 500 in the West, you know, right now. Uh, yeah. And Bulls were coming into this game 500 in the East. It was a game where a couple of plays go one way or the other, and the Bulls were talking about a W instead of an L. Like, yeah. nothing about tonight's game, I thought, was bad enough of the Bulls failing uh, miserably at something that they shouldn't fail miserably at right. to get your underwear in a bunch. Like, yeah. It was a tough loss because it could have been a win and it didn't go our way. Yeah. So it's a shame. But yeah, it's it this is like people in the comments. I think Fly the W said, Can we even be a five hundred team this year? <laughs> well, we just lost a game tonight to go to six and seven. So So we're right there. You're kinda right there. And six plus seven is thirteen. Yeah. And there are eighty two in a season. <laughs> that means we have sixty nine more games. Sixty nine. Hello. Nice. 
<laughs> to play out to see if we will be a 500 team or above that or below that. Yeah. Anyone looking at tonight's loss as saying, throw in the towel, can't even be a 500 team, I'd feel sorry for no, you. No, that's you crazy. Seem like you suck. Because it's the same people, I think, that were saying last year when the Bulls were off to a hot start of, oh, this, they're still not going to be any good. You know what I mean? It's still not going to work. I don't know why everybody's getting excited. So, you know, it's just not going to please those people. You know what I mean? It's just what be what it's going to be. People, Some people enjoy misery. That's just what that is. But, no, I'm not saying these things to say Caruso should be out of there. I'm not saying anything to say Billy Donovan is not a good coach and shouldn't be coaching this team. No, just pointing out the critiques. This is what happens here. We critique it, and then we move on as a Bulls family. That's how it rolls, man. We, get, we still have all the love in the world for the players and the coaches on that team, man. We just want them to do better. But when you do something right. wrong – and I'm Money D, you. no, we are not okay with 500. Yeah. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying this is game 13 of 82. Yeah. <laughs> Take a breath. Charlie says, Peck, you are being way too calm and a realist. Are you okay? Where is the yelling? <laughs> Where's the yelling? <laughs> well, you just yelled a little bit. Charlie knows me. But yeah, see, my yelling tonight is not about the Bulls taking an L. It's about Bulls fans being unreasonable. Yeah. Jesus, there's, there's comments. no, I'm not okay with 500 basketball. I grew up on championships, plural, all right? So go. did this dude right here. Six. That is the end goal. That is always the end goal. Here we go. But to throw a conniption fit on a night when the Bulls didn't even play poorly, yeah. when we're six and seven, mm -hmm. and we've got nine-tenths of the season to go, where, where am I at? Here am I at? Calm the fuck down. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we talk about this in, in these previous shows? Or, or at least I know I've said this a thousand times that the Bulls are not playing for the first half of the season this season. They're playing for the second half. They're just trying to stay afloat. It's what staying afloat kind of looks like, guys. Yeah. This is what it is. This is exactly what it looks like. You're trying to just keep it cool, stay right here, keep it all right, because you know you're not full yet. You're not fully whole yet. You don't have everybody back. You don't even have Kobe out there yet. The, uh, you saw Drummond still getting his bearings together. He had two points. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he had two points. He's getting his bearings back together because guess what? His arm looked like it was about to fall off when we saw him last. So he's getting some time and some work in to see that. And then, of course, you don't even have Lonzo there yet. So it's still some things you've got to work in yet for the Chicago Bulls to get to where you want them to be. I'm okay with this, with how it's going, because this I thought it would go. I wouldn't be okay if they were like 10 games under. Then it's a problem. Then we got issues. But staying afloat, staying right here, that's kind of where I thought this team would be. And, of course, if you look at the rest of Eastern Conference, that's kind of how it's going for a lot of them, ain't it? I think that's just what it is, man. Everybody ain't going to be Cleveland and Boston and, and Milwaukee out here right now. Right. You got to stay afloat until that all-star break when they're fully whole. At least that's how I'm looking Not at it. Not everybody could be Utah. No. Everybody, no. Hey, young <laughs> Lowry! Al Dude, 32 <laughs> and 8 tonight and another <laughs> Jazz victory. I see it. You know, and you know what? I've been cool. I ain't said nothing. I've just been chilling because I'm just watching it and watching it and watching it. But please know, as it goes on, I'm going to snap. You know what I mean? On a few of y'all on, on Twitter. I'm going to go in on uh, a couple of y'all. But I'm just chilling right now. It's cool. Alex Flores said, game 80 of the season, we're still fi a still 500 team, and Matt's still going to be saying to calm down. No. <laughs> no. No. No, by that time. Do, do you have a crystal ball? <laughs> Are you familiar? You must be new here. Ask this man what I look like. In March and April, yeah. as the Bulls are hovering maybe somewhere around 500 and clinging to a playoff spot. Oh, it's going to be going in time, bro. I'm a wreck. Yeah, yeah, a true wreck. It Screaming is. every freaking possession. And I don't want to see it. 
So again, this but is why I, the Bulls right. get again, it together. So it's early mid-ish November. Yeah. I'm going to save me having a meltdown yeah. for March and April. <laughs> yes. You all want to have a meltdown tonight, November 9th, <laughs> when the Bulls have done okay through a gauntlet of a first three weeks of their schedule? Yeah. You go right ahead. Yeah. I would rather actually get some sleep tonight. But Like Charlie says, they learned from last season. But that's really what it is. Like. Heck. It's just getting off to that start. You can't. Mm-hmm. You got to be cool. Just mm-hmm. be cool with it. I want, I want you to address this, though, because, Peck, what is the point of your guys' show if you get angry at people for having opinions after games, even if it's over the pot? Nobody's angry at anybody for having an opinion. We like that you guys have opinions, but that's I the point more. of our show. That's, you know, like, Peck's going to tell you. We, these guys are the biggest Bulls fans I've ever seen. They're going to tell you how it is. Like, they're going to tell you what they think. doesn't mean that they're right. Their word isn't the law. That If you... That's why you're watching this show. You care about their opinion. We want you guys to tune in. We want the chat to go crazy. Keep having fun. But that's who Pekka is going to tell you when you're being an idiot. He is who he is. My word dudes. is law. Yo, I, was, I knew he was going to say that. I was like, as soon as he said that, Matt is over here like, what is he talking about? Law. We're not I'm trying to tell friend. anyone to fan I'm, how to fan. Fan however you want. We're just trying to right. keep the peace a little. Pump the brakes. Like, and like, th- we've already had some post-game shows very early into this young season where yeah. y'all have seen me come on and get pissed. Because yeah. in my opinion, it was a bad loss and the Bulls didn't play as well as I expected them to <laughs> and believe that they're capable of. Tonight, not one of those nights for me. He said, no, you guys don't like opposing points of view. You're right. We love opposing points of view. I enjoy. Why do you think me and him got cool? <laughs> like, what? Do you, come on, bro. This is what we do. You know what I'm saying? Opposing points of view is how you grow. That's how you learn. But when you say something that we're like, no, that's wrong, it's okay to say that, right? He might do it a little differently. Right. <laughs> but also, how often is, do bro. I call out people in the comments whose comments and opinions I love? Because I'm pretty oh, sure it's man. several times per episode. I just did it with Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just did that. I was like, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? That's how we roll, I think man. we would lose viewers if you stopped getting angry regularly. Oh, yeah. I think uh, we think we'd lose. My word is law. <laughs> Joseph. I'm <laughs> not going to hear the uh, end of this. I am the law. More of y'all's great opinions and more of y'all's trash opinions coming up next <laughs> after this ad break. Today's episode of Postgate brought to you guys by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hoop fans, basketball's back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, and our official betting partner here at CHGO. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free mm-hmm. bets if your team wins. Mm-hmm. That is quite the prize. prize. Check this out. In addition to those bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with that DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was one more Dragic 3 shy of mine tonight. Just one. I needed one. Just one. And he took a couple more in the fourth quarter that he was did. right there for him. Mm. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Mm. When you're signing up that DraftKings Sportsbook account in the app, don't forget promo code CHGO when you sign up. Ooh, that was so smooth and cool. Thank you, sir. I like that very much. Let me break it right now. Matt Peck, what time is it? Game time! Who? Mm, that's how you freaking break back. Because game time is the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? That 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seat to the concert. Maybe come sit next to us at a game and yell and scream and do all those things. Because we do that. 
Y'all can do that real soon. That's cool. It's possible to do that with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never, ever buy. You won't find a better deal this season, y'all, on the Chicago Bulls tickets. It's created by the fans and for the fans, just like here at CHGO. We are nothing without y'all. Don't you ever forget that. True story. And we guarantee the lowest prices. So if you love what we do here at CHGO, and we know that you do, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Go ahead and hit that like, though, before you do that first. See that thumb right there? He's got two of them. Thumbs. Thumbs. All thumbs, baby. (laughs) Put them up. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Joseph, what time is it? Game time. Who, David. That was very strong. Very strong. Very strong. Very strong. Joey's getting better. He is. At that. That's a Um, a dunk. Here's a here's a good question from Osis Jr. I don't I don't think we've addressed this yet. Okay. Who asks any reason why the Bulls went away from double teaming Zion on some of those post entry passes? That is a good question. There was one good one that Javante had when he was coming yeah. to help from the weak side. Correct. That ended up getting being a stop for the Bulls down the stretch, but that was the only stop possession where the Bulls successfully executed help defense that I can recall mm-hmm. on the top of my head right now. No, you're absolutely right, and honestly, I thought it was because. Those guys were kind of having that quiet not up, up until that fourth quarter. Um, but And that could be a reason why. But, yeah, I thought they did a solid job double-teaming and, and flustering him and frustrating him. Uh, the first thing that comes to my head is the breakaway dunk that he had blocked by DeMar DeRozan. Again, DeMar playing defense out there. But he, but he blocked his shot. That's something I probably would have never put money on ever in my life is DeMar DeRozan blocking Zion Williamson. And then the – the ball re- gets rebounded by a Pelicans player who immediately gets blocked by Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, like the way they played Zion tonight, I, I I thought they did a solid job against a guy that just that huge, you know. And I mentioned to you, Matt, I was shocked that he only gets to the line four times a game. That that, that was shocking. I, w- I just assumed he was getting at least eight or nine or ten a game just by how physical he plays and how he goes inside. But, yeah, he only, I think he had six tonight, uh, missed the key one. Uh, that they, you know, Bulls could have tied up. But, yeah, man, you're right. The double team wasn't as prevalent later on uh, after they went to it early with Zion. But I still like the job they did on him, though. Yeah, um, it, it, it's rough. And, and James, I see your question about did, did anybody ask why Billy – did anybody ask Billy why Pat wasn't in the game trying to guard, you know, Zion and or Brandon Ingram? Um We'll uh, hope, hopefully get an answer for you on that when our, our guy Will to Go Gottlieb checks yeah. in later on in tonight's postgame show. And I, and I think your point about that early was is exactly how I felt. Like if this was Zach, if this was not Zach, if this was Pat those few games ago, yeah, sit down. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't need as that, a young bro. player, you got to earn yeah. closing games. Correct. You know what I mean? Being on the floor late in a close game like that, where yeah. it's every possession the lead is changing or you're tied again, like. You got to earn that. And I, maybe that's how he kind of felt. You know what I mean? Out there, like, he didn't feel like he was ready. And he felt like he earned it. Uh, I, okay, if that's the case, then that's the case. Right. Um, but I thought he should have had that. I thought if it was any time to start earning it, it was going to be tonight against a team like that with that kind of size. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I just, I just thought he should have been out there. And, and I'm interested to find out uh, if that question is asked. You're right. I want to know what, what it is with that. But, yeah, if this was early, Pat, yeah, bench. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Have a seat. We ain't messing with that dog at all. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, man, because I thought he played really well defensively. Um, 
Where was this question? Where are you? Question. Go. Somebody was asking about, uh, you know, why, why does this team not have a volume three-point shooter? Jared says, correct opinion, Bulls are missing a volume three-point shooter. I don't know if that's what you're looking for. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what the one I was just thinking of. Uh, for the record tonight, we haven't talked about it yet. We, other than mentioning Zach's three for 12. Yeah. Woof. Seven of 27 for the Bulls tonight. Um, you know, DeRozan took two and missed them both. Uh one of five, I mentioned Dragic being off the bench. He had an off-night shooting, but he's usually been hitting his shots. Yeah. You know, you want to know something crazy, Dave? Talk to me. The Pelicans behind the three-point line tonight. Uh-huh. Three of 19. Wow. Wow. 19 attempts. Wow. That is some 80s basketball wow. right there. They hit three of them. Wow. Three of 19, the three-point <laughs> line, despite the Bulls being seven of 27, not the problem tonight. But again, wow. and, and like this is why it's as simple to me as not being that upset about tonight's loss. If Zach and or Dragic collectively hit two more of lots of their misses, yeah. Bulls win this game, y'all. Yeah. yeah. I, like that's why I'm not freaking out right now. Yeah. They had a rough shooting night. Yeah. And they went up against a quality team. That quality team made better plays than the Bulls did down the stretch, and some of it was fluky. Yeah, it's how it happens. And that's wild because 3 of 19, if the Bulls had shot that, we'd be going crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> About that 3 of 19. But they did they did theirs at the free throw line as well. Like I mentioned, the, the free throw attempts that they had, they, they did it there. They had timely buckets. And like you said, Matt, their stars came through in the end, and the Bulls' stars uh, did not. It's not how it happened. It was, Mar- I saw that. Marquez, it's okay to disagree, bro. It's okay to disagree with me, man. Trust me, bro. It's going to happen again. I promise you. <laughs> that's how it goes. And that's how we grow. But the love is still there. And that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> that's all about. But, yeah, man. Like I, And also, um, oh, man, who was it tonight? I was just looking at. Speaking of lacking a three-point volume shooter, Osis Jr. said, I donate my knees to get Lonzo back sooner. <laughs> Man, I saw they, at some point the cameras cut to him sitting yeah. on the sideline yeah. in street clothes. And I looked at you. I was like, and then I think I muttered under my breath, Lonzo, get your butt back on the court. <laughs> I'm sure he's but trying, man. There's your volume three-point shooting, Bulls fans. Yeah. His yeah. name is Lonzo, yeah. and he's in street clothes. Street clothes. It's got to be there. But that's the re- And I thought Dragic uh, was trying to do his best out there tonight as well. Let's give... Drog is the love right now, man. Another good game off the bench, man. He is clearly the leader right now for the Bulls off the bench. 14 points, 6 assists, 6 of 11 from the field. He only hit 1-3, one, 1-5. One but, man, we talked about those passes that he was throwing, Matt. They were special. His mid-range game, though. Yeah. That's what I'm really starting to fall in love with right now watching Drogic is his mid-range game, how he's getting in there, hitting them with the fakes and the turnaround. It's always more difficult to guard a left-handed shooter. It really is. It's always been that way. Tony Kukoc taught us that. Like, it's always more difficult. Tony Kukoc did a one-handed crossover his entire career and got away with that shit game after game after game after game. And it was absolutely unbelievable, man. But that same one, because it's harder to guard left-handers, man. But Dragic, he's really been hot. Uh, these past few games, man, and and completely helpful for the Bulls, man. And it's awesome. Yeah, yes. Yeah, um. Alex, we actually mentioned that C.J. McCollum didn't do shit tonight. Yeah. Maybe you just you know, got, we, we got to turn that. those ears on, buddy. We said Got to turn that. those ears on. We covered that. He's very angry. 
Very angry. Very upset. I'm very upset. We're very, we're very upset right now, guys. Very upset. <laughs> anger swirling about. Anger, anger, anger. Very upset. Uh, Charlie said, can you talk about IO? Can we talk about IO? <laughs> Would love to. Let's get into it. Um, so, you know, what What about the fact that IO, I, I, I thought was holding his own tonight. I mean, like nothing jumps out at you on his stat line. Mm-hmm. Pretty quiet night. Only took... Three shots. Yeah. Did dish out four assists and only turn the ball over twice. So mm-hmm. y- you love that. Um, I did think earlier on in tonight's game, he was looking to get to the rim with some of that aggression we've seen from him in some right. of their games so far this season. That kind of petered out in the second half, it's, it felt like. Yeah. And um, and then you saw him heading to the bench for the final four minutes of this game, Dave. Yeah, because he's, he's never out there uh, as far as that closing lineup. I've never really seen him be out there for that. And they went with the hot hand, who was Dragic. Right. Um, that with with okay, I have no problem with that like that. But I like that he was being aggressive, Matt, uh, getting to the bucket again. And I, what I saw, it was a little bit different this time. That layup he was trying to uh, do because remember we talked about how their team NBA players are going to start game planning for that layup and start figuring that layup out. Mm-hmm. That cross boom goes to the right, easy layup. But now in this one, it was a little different. It's like he was taking the harder layup uh, this game and doing it with the left hand as well. So I like the fact that he was doing that stuff, man, because he, he understands, man. I love the fact he understands and recognizes, dude, I got to get to the bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've got to get there, especially if my three-point shot is not falling, um, he, and, and which it wasn't because I don't think he took a three, if I'm mistaken. But, yeah, you said only three shots. Correct. You're right. Only three of those shots. But I like the fact he was moving and trying to get to the bucket, and he did have some awesome passes as well. Mm-hmm. He had four assists. Uh, I wanted him to average like 4.5 assists this season. Right. So that's right on par with that. But I like the uh, game he was running with Vooch early on too. Mm-hmm. And like we've talked uh, a number of times about how he and Vooch seem to have been building a pretty solid rapport and chemistry together on the floor when yeah. they're playing those two-man games. Um, the other thing he did do tonight, and I know it doesn't look or sound like a lot, but he took three free throws. Yeah. And Io through most of his rookie year and through their first half a dozen games this season, yeah. damn near shot zero free throws. Yes. Anytime I see Io get in the free throw line, I will be happy and excited about it and wanting to see more of it. Yeah. Because we've seen that he has that ability to, like, in certain moments of a game, even after the Bulls get scored on, and then he just, like, scans as he's the one bringing the ball up and sees a defense that's not set yet. Mm. What does he do? Boom. Can I get to the bucket right now? I'm getting to the bucket right now. More of that while also being able to be someone who can draw contact, draw fouls, and get to the free throw line. That's how Io could have the potential to be a dynamic scoring guard in the NBA. Again, because they don't have that at that position right now. That's not what Dragic kind of does. You know what I'm saying? That's not what Caruso does. Um, Kobe is the only other guy I could think of that might be that guy who can get to the bucket because I've mentioned that before. Like, he has the size for it, and he's actually got the handles to get that to the bucket. But Kobe, when he gets hot from the outside, what you want me to tell him? <laughs> you, know I mean? mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, my man's hot. He's on point. But Io has that opportunity, especially being the starting guard, to eat. You know what I mean? He has the opportunity to eat, and nobody's going to stop him from eating at all, man. So I like the fact he's catching guys off guard with that crossover he's developed now. He's catching guys off guard and leaning, and he's using his speed and his size and his quickness and his agility to get there and lay that joint in real pretty. Like, and, and your brain. I expect to see more of that. And your mind, <laughs> and your mind too. too. <laughs> and I, I just expect, <laughs> I expect to see more of of that. 
uh, from Io going forward, man. Like, I'm, honestly, I'm, it's hard for me to be mad at the game that he's playing because I'm like, yeah, I like I like this right now. I like when he's aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like when he's trying like that. So, couple that with a couple of three point shots. Uh, to not tonight, but just going forward, couple that with a couple of three point shots in his game. Io's gonna be okay, man. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, um, I just you know, sign, sign him. Sign him, please. <laughs> sign him. Name on the dotted line. Uh, yeah. That's Look, um, and you know, you got to give some credit to to Ingram. I just saw Joey. Did you just have a comment up on the screen yeah. about somebody yeah. was saying, "Hey, you know, Ingram made some Michael. tough shots tonight." Ingram In- made some tough. Mike, Mike, yeah. Sorry. Ingram is impressive. Dude didn't hesitate to shoot big shots. The three point foul by Javante was a tough call. Looked like yeah. maybe he tried to get out of. Javante definitely tried to just contest the shot and yeah, duck past Ingram right, on that. Right. And, you know, and also when they showed the slow-mo replay, it looked like maybe Ingram is the one who kicked his leg out yeah. to make contact with Javante as Javante was flying past him. Right. It's unfortunate. They went to the review. They confirmed it was a shooting foul. Um, you know, that's that's kind of the wonky way that they're calling these three-point shooters now. Yeah. I, I it does. And maybe it's just because we're watching Bulls games a heck of a lot more than other NBA games, even though we watch other NBA teams play, but we're not watching every other team play sure. 82 games. Sure. The three-point, the fouling three-point shooters thing. Yeah. It was a thing last season. It was this, It was a thing the season before last, and it's yet somehow still a thing this season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. And one of the most guilty parties on the yeah. fouling three-point shooters, Kobe White, hasn't seen the floor in half a, do- half a dozen games. Can't put and that it's on still him. happening. Can't put that on him, man. But, yeah, it was – and the three that he got fouled on was basically a heat check three. Yeah. You know, because he had just hit those two previous buckets. So, basically, he went on a 7-0 run by himself, you know, to get that team back into the game, man. And he, I mean, we all know how good he is. I, we, I sat there and we talked about that in pregame, man. And I was like, dude, isn't it crazy that they traded him for AD and he seems to be doing this and AD seems to be doing that? Yeah. Like, and, and it's just always unassuming with him, too. Like, Ingram rarely shows that emotion. Like that, like he's always uh, uh, just even killed. You know, he doesn't get too high, get too low out there. But no, man, like Ingram is a beast, and we've known that for a while now, man. So yeah, shout out to him. He played great. He played great. He did what he did. What stars are supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, Charlie saying, "Baby Durant, man." The, the frame, Brandon Ingram's frame, definitely kind of reminds you yeah. of a Kevin Durant. It does. Kinda like there's just long and lanky it does does. they don't but they're like wiry strong right like they don't look like they should be muscular imposing yeah but they somehow are and they just they find the ways to get to their spots and get shots and bury them yeah and along with you know kd not quite to the same extent but you know brandon ingram because he's got those crazy long arms and he's got the height when he rises from a spot where he can get to an open spot, yeah. it's damn near possible to contest a shot. And we saw that. We know. saw that <laughs> play out in front of our eyes right as in he front of won his team the game. Yeah. That's why, I was, again, that's why I was like, oh, little guy, nope, this easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going right over you. That little push shot right there, little that right there, little yeah. how's your father right there, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, right there, man. Buckets. Buckets. He's a, he's a beast, man. I'm glad we only got to play them twice, honestly. Yeah. I don't keep wanting to see that. How'd you like your boy GTA tonight? You, you were cool with him? Uh, I, he didn't pull off his stupid little, right. you know, <laughs> prank Sinatra move. Prank Sinatra, uh, baby. In the corner. Yes, so sir. I'm fine. That's all I wanted to, to not see happen. Okay. If he did that to, like, DeMar or Zach, yeah. it's like, God, if it happened late in the fourth quarter of that game, yeah. I would have left. 
Yeah, yeah. You would yeah. have been sitting here doing post game with Joey because I would have stormed out of here and walked home. He said that like it's yeah. You said Joey. that like it was yeah. the worst thing ever. <laughs> no, I'm not. As in like you said that like I me. wasn't there watching the game with you guys. <laughs> I was just letting you know that I would not have been here. <laughs> He's just letting us know, Joey. You ones in the chat if you guys would still watch if it was me and Big I, Dave. I, ones I in the watch. chat. <laughs> I would watch you two do a post game together. I mean, I'd be here, so you know. Yeah, I got no, you, wait. It's okay. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I said I'd be here. That's so all. you'll carry the show. Just saying I'd be here. <laughs> you didn't no, no, say no, that. No. I'm kidding around. Joey, what? Man. Everybody's allowed to make jokes except for me. <laughs> yeah, but you be, you be no. sensitive about things. Joey. No one's allowed to make jokes, <laughs> and no one's allowed to not be irate that the Bulls <laughs> lost this game tonight. We all must have our anger meters at eleven, That's Joey. That's right, all the time, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> I agree. Three sixty-five. A lot of people in the chat are surprised that the hat is still on the head. Oh, hey, they're shocked that the head is I still mean, there. Did I throw it several times down the stretch of oh, that fourth quarter? He did. Right. Yeah, he threw it <laughs> so enough like, during the game. Again, oh, yeah. a little perspective. Just because I'm sitting here telling you all that you seem, some of you appear to be way more upset about tonight's loss than mm. I think is healthy or necessary. That doesn't mean that I wasn't throwing my hat over every freaking nook and cranny of this office yeah. as I watched that fourth quarter go to shit for us down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. I was very upset. Yeah, he was upset. He was. He was mad. But yeah, Bulls fans, you know. It's a tough loss, man. And, and we get to take a rest, which the Bulls have not had in a while. All right? They played the most games along with the Jazz in the NBA, and they're coming out of it 6-7. and seven. Cool. Take a break. Man. <laughs> take a rest. Take a breather. Get away from basketball for a day if you want to, man. All of that, just you need to relax, man. They need these next few days off. I really believe I mean, that. I'm exhausted. <laughs> So I, I, to, I told you this you when did. we were talking about their schedule earlier tonight. You did. I am exhausted. I mean, I'm not in great shape, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> just watching the Bulls play 13 games in what has felt like 15 fucking days. I saw you actually run, though, in the Burks, man. You know, you, you got a little something. The athletic Greens is working for you. And then, and then did I sigh heavily as I returned <laughs> to my curled-up fetal position on the couch? Wait, I have a question for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think this came out when we were already starting the show. So I'm sure a lot of the fans have seen it. A lot of the people watching. Did you guys catch, and I see Kyle says, Kyle, our guy. Shout out, Kyle. Shout out. Vucci Main was wild. And did you see Vooch flip off the ref? Yeah. I didn't. Saw it. Or the, the, uh, I don't know who he's flipping off. I don't know. I thought we could Pretty sure he was flipping off the ref. Yeah. I didn't didn't see it. We, we. uh, There he is. He still has that mismatch. Mm -hmm. Travel. Yep. Oh, yeah, there it is. Right there. Hey, hey. Uh-huh. Spicy. Yeah. I dig it. Well, yeah. I know that wasn't at the ref because the ref was already halfway down the floor. There, there were some screenshots of that going around. Um, and so I, and you know, people were cracking off jokes. Yeah. So I said that that's what I would say the next time I saw Brandon Ingram. It's just, <laughs> just, a, just a Vooch finger. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't use the bird. Can't use it. No. The Vooch finger. I like how you said that, though. We're going to call it the Vooch finger. I mean, that dude's got some long digits. It's a long one. When he uh, gives you a middle finger, he means it. We got the goat waiting in the wings. So while we bring him in, let's read a quick ad or two. And while we're doing that, y'all, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up button because <laughs> we love the thumbs up button. It's impeccable. Well done. <laughs> that? You're a fool. They're good. They're good. Uh, shady Rays, Dave? Rays are shady, Matt. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they never understood why. Your sunglasses are so damn expensive. Mm, mm, mm. They never got it. They said, we are tired of this. Took we will name my willpower ourselves. to not say what you know I wanted to say after you <laughs> yelled. Why? 
<laughs> but we don't need to bring that up while we're promoting these great sunglasses. I know now. <laughs> Thanks, man. Why? Why? Help. Oh, man. <laughs> but Shady Rays, this is why they came around, man. Is because they said you don't have to break the bank for those quality sunglasses this fall, y'all. They got you covered. Those premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Attack. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program, or as I like to call it, the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. There it is. I lost it. There it is, guys. I broke it. I lost and broke it. And there was a wonderful (laughs) pair of Shady Ray's glasses on there. Oh, no. How will I now protect my eyes? That face right there. But he remembered. The Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan? That's a thing. He's going to get himself a new pair of Shady Ray's. No questions asked. They got your back. Don't even worry about it, y'all. So that's a great protection plan with over 200,000 five-star reviews. They stand behind their product, y'all, and you will too. So exclusive for all our listeners out there, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's the buy one, get one free. What they call that, Peck? I believe they call that BOGO. The BOGO. You buy one. You get one. Mm-hmm. That's two. In one. Saving that money. And that price that they're going to give you is what? 54 That's for the low. That ain't nothing. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. Shady Rays. Well, the Rays are shady. Be alert. <laughs> Today's episode also brought to you guys by FOCO. Chicago, you've got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's us. It's the HGO. You get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, Mm -hmm. from the north side to the south side, from the living rooms to the bars, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like Damar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. FOCO. Maybe you're looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life. Just a birthday gift. Just I'm not ready to accept the fact that it's holiday gift-giving season yet. He was complaining it's November about November 9th. During the Enough game. with these Christmas commercials. Oh, Stop it. All I want for Christmas. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you fucking you. Yeah. FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Speaking of which, Windy AF. At the last week's Bear, <laughs> CHO Bears tailgate okay. in the South Loop. All right. Hopefully a little less windy. Okay. At this coming Sunday's CHO Bears tailgate. Mm-hmm. Be there. Mm-hmm. Tickets available. Gotcha. Allchgo.com. But either way, you want layers and you want Chicago sports gear layers. So go to foco.com. That's what you do. Check out their amazing inventory. That's foco.com right now. Plus, you can get 10% off your order with, that's right, promo code. A, B, C, D. Just kidding. It's C-H-G-O. It's always the pro code. <laughs> What's up, Will? <laughs> Go talk. Hey. hey How are you, buddy? Make sure you're following Will on Twitter, <laughs> Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, um, 
plenty to uh, talk about in tonight's yeah. game. I'm sure we'll we'll have at least a few questions for you. Here's where I'm starting. We talked about it before you joined us. Billy's lineup down the stretch of that fourth quarter and the fact that it did not include one Patrick Williams, who we thought was playing some pretty commendable defense tonight. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Although, I think you have to also acknowledge that Dragic and Caruso were playing at a super high level too. Uh, I mean, Dragic, like when he's in the game, the Bulls are doing well. It's kind of like that simple. And Caruso, I think he he just did a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily you know getting steals while you know guarding somebody or like stonewalling them or anything like that. But he was squashing a lot of the the Pelicans actions, a lot of their attempts to get Zion the ball in the post before they even happened. I think that's the kind of thing that Billy is looking for. Just keep the ball away from him. Uh, he also had to switch on to Brandon Ingram a little bit. And I mean, there's only so much you can do about like, you know, there's, you got to guard one guy who's got a hundred pounds on you and got to guard another guy who's got six inches on you. Uh, it's like, Life is not easy for Alex Caruso right now, but I, I thought he did pretty well. I thought Patrick played well too. I, I think he ended up with a handful of blocks, um, but maybe it was just like a trust thing in like Caruso being a more established defender, and that's kind of why Billy went the way that he did. Um, it didn't really occur to me as something that was like an egregious like error on Billy's part. Yeah, I don't think egregious, but it's just something I definitely didn't dis- didn't agree with. I'll, I'll say that. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the fact that he had Dragic in there because I thought he should have been in there, you know, during the Toronto game. So I like having Dragic in there, especially how well he's been playing uh, and the ridiculous passes he was throwing <laughs> to these players this game was, was unreal, Will. He, he's unbelievable. Uh, we've been saying it nonstop. But, like, I mean, I just – I had no idea that he had this left in the tank. Like – you know, there, there was a the whole thing about, oh, he's going to get 20, 25 minutes a night when he signs with the Bulls, and we're all like, what are we doing here? Like, we don't need a 36-year-old to, to gobble up all these minutes. And he was awesome. He scored 14, 6 of 11 from the field. He was only one of five on threes, which I thought was kind of surprising. Like, he just he feels like he's scoring more than that. But, I mean, the passing and just the point guardsmanship, just getting everybody connected, throwing lobs everywhere, I mean – my God, that dude is just so good. And he's so tough. Like, he's just he, he's just not messing around. I, I love watching Dragic. Uh, Will, did, did Billy or any of the players tonight get asked about or talk about the fact that this was another uh, clutch time loss, if you will? Like, another tight game where the Bulls are in it late and don't quite make enough plays to pull it out. We were talking about, hey, give some credit to Brandon Ingram and Zion, who made big buckets on the stretch of that game. Mm-hmm. DeMar has that you know, uh, inbounds pass just kind of fall out of his hand. You almost never see anything like that happen. But, it, I mean, there, there does seem to be a trend here so far early in the season that the Bulls are losing winnable games that are close late. Was that a topic of discussion after tonight's game? The topic, I mean, nobody could really put their finger on what was going on, but I pulled the numbers because I'm writing about it in my write-up. The Bulls are minus 46.4 in the clutch this year, so minus 46 points per 100 possessions in clutch games, meaning games in the last five minutes within five points, 0-6 in those games. Uh, This is crazy, especially because last year they were number three in the league, plus 15, and had a 25-16 and record in clutch games, so... I mean, this is like a huge swing in identity. And it's it's sort of what we talked about during the offseason of like, what happens if you only get 95% of DeMar or 90? 
What happens if he's not making, you know, one-legged Dirk game winners from the elbow or from the wing extended, and instead he's getting fouled on runners that they don't get called? And I think this is kind of what you're saying. It's like a little bit of regression from last year. I don't think they'll be the, I mean, there's no way you can be minus 46 for an entire season. That's like insane. But uh, certainly not something that they want to see continue. And I think um, it's, it's just surprising because their defense has been top five in the league. Uh, you see especially in lineups where Dragic is in there, which Billy, as we talked about, used to, to close the game. Like They've been defending at a high level. They've been scoring at a high level. And then these clutch situations come out, and they just cannot get stops. When they do that, they're taking the ball out from underneath the basket. When that happens, they can't get out of transition. When that happens, their their offense really stagnates, and Demar has to create something out of nothing. And we've seen it time and time again. These defenses just load up on him. They pack the paint, and basically they force the refs to make calls or the Bulls role players to beat them. And tonight just didn't work out. Oh, Will, one matchup I, I – talked about in pregame that I was excited to watch was Valanchunas against uh, Vucevic. Um, and it didn't, honestly, it didn't disappoint. Uh, Valanchunas, solid game again, 21 and 13. Uh, but Vuce counters that with uh, 18 and 7 with some huge threes uh, for the Bulls down the stretch. How was it for you uh, watching that matchup uh, live? I mean, it seemed pretty one-sided, to be honest, throughout, like, the first three and a half quarters. Like, yep. Valanchunas was just eating uh, – that like slow ass pump fake that yes. <laughs> like he has like just his toenail on the ground. It looks right. like it's going to be a trap. Looks like it's traveling every, every time. time. Yep. <laughs> but Vooch, Vooch stayed down. Uh, but Valentinus is just so much bigger than Vooch, which is crazy because Vooch is huge. But he was just like backing him down, putting him in the goal, and then, you know, finishing, finishing through him. Had a, a nice array of like jump hooks and things like that. Had a couple of jumpers, used the glass. Uh, he's just he's a really talented scorer. Um, but yeah, late in the game, basically the Pelicans just say like we're not gonna mess around with having a big slow guy like that on the floor. We'll put him in for, you know, a defensive rebound here and uh, you know, whatever, you know, uh, just like picking certain matchups for different plays. But uh, basically they play him off the floor in the fourth quarter. And Vooch, the Bulls don't do that. He, he shot the ball really well. He had, I think, eight points in, in the fourth quarter there. And, uh, yeah, he gave the Bulls a lead with just like a couple minutes ago on that, that corner three. So I thought he played all right uh, after, you know, especially when he starts out games and he's not able to score in the post and then his three-pointer isn't really falling. He kind of like is just hurting you out there. But I thought he recovered from that pretty well. Well, I don't know if you can see these comments that Joey puts up on the screen from your end of things, but our guy Mark said, I would leave my wife and abandon my son if it meant I could forever be with the goat and his hair. I like how he says that. He couldn't even make time for me to record a what you going to say now, Mark? But I love how he says he makes this threat about abandoning his wife and son. When his YouTube Abby appears to be a picture of Mark on his wedding day wearing a suit and a boutonniere. Mark, is that your wedding day? Come on now, man. Um, kind, of a, change things, man. kind of a Jekyll and Hyde game for Zach Levine. Will, 3 of 12 behind the three-point line, obviously not great. Zach hits a couple more threes, Bulls win this game. But 6 of 10 inside appeared to be once again aggressively attacking, had a bit more pop. And, like, there was that one dunk he had in the first half that I thought was 
the highest I've seen Zach Levine jump off an NBA floor so far yeah. this season. <laughs> Did you notice that Zach appeared to have a little bit of extra oomph in his step tonight, despite it being an off night shooting? Yeah, I mean, it was like the days off, right? I think he just, when he has time in between games, he looks better. Bulls now have a break until Sunday, three full days off, which I think will be really helpful for him. Uh, I also thought like he was playing well when he was getting catch and shoot jumpers, when he was playing within the flow of the offense. In the mid and late third quarter, he kind of started to go, I'm going to just like go old school Zach Levine and try to create something out of nothing. I think he had a turnover and a couple of missed shots. Like he had a really tough step back three coming off a screen at the top of the key. Like, and it just, that's not the, that's not the best version of Zach Levine in a game where they kind of needed to be perfect down the stretch. They couldn't really afford to have any mistakes um, in a game where DeMar was really, I know DeMar finished with like a lot of points and a lot of shots, which is great because, you know, he barely, touched the ball against the Raptors. I shouldn't say that. He had the ball a lot, but he had to give it up a lot too because of right. the double teams and stuff like that. But they really needed Zach to take off some of the pressure. And uh, I just I thought he did a pretty good job of that in the first half, not as good a job of that in the second half. I'm sorry. Did you have something else? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Well, the thing that was shocking to me uh, was the refereeing. <laughs> like, I, I saw the tweet you put out basically was was one of the earliest plays of the game. And I, it's wild that I'm about to say this, but it's true. It felt like the refs set the tone with that Patrick Williams play about how they're not going to uh, make certain calls when Pat goes up for the dunk. He clearly gets fouled. As you said, clear as day, uh, gets fouled, and, it's, and it wasn't called. Um, how, how surprising was it to see that kind of continue pretty much throughout the game where, you know, the Pelicans were more a little more lopsided uh, in their attempts at the free throw line than the Bulls? Um, yeah, I'm actually looking at the free throw numbers right now. Yeah, the Pelicans basically doubled them up, doubled which them. is pretty surprising. I mean, the Bulls are a team that typically gets to the line at a super high rate. Right. And I think that was that led to DeMar DeRozan's frustration. It led to his technical foul. Uh, Billy kind of mentioned the refereeing after the game. DeMar certainly mentioned it. <laughs> uh, this, I think, it played a big role in the game. And I think you really have to credit the Pelicans defenders. First of all, Herb Jones, just a monster. We all know this, but like... The fact that he is as long as he is, the way he moves his feet, and then on top of that, the discipline and understanding the scouting report of, like, DeMar's going to pump fake, and if you can just not bite, he's going to have to kick it out. And when they do that, the bulls are stagnant, and they can't really get anything else going. So I thought Herb defended at a really high level. Um, there were definitely some missed calls, like the the Pat one for sure. I think that's just, like, an outlier, terrible level missed call. But uh, there were some more frustrating ones, I think, Damar on that second to last possession where he had a floater. He wanted to foul on that one, didn't get it. Um, only got to the line six times, probably could have been there a handful more. But like I said, I mean, I thought the Pelicans defended him really well. You're not always going to get the calls that you want, and you have to be able to manufacture offense in another way. Um, somebody asked about the um, turnovers and points off of turnovers. The Bulls uh, had 18 points off turnovers compared to the Pelicans' 16. 19 fast break points compared to the Pelicans 15. Um, so they were right there. And I mean, that was reflected in, in the game score, but the, I think the turnovers were, or the, uh, the free throws were the big differentiator and yeah, I mean, what can you do? It's like a, it's a tough game for the refs. 
Tough games for refs, tough game for Bulls fans. Um, Will, we appreciate your insight. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Everybody, make sure you're following Will the Goat Gottlieb on Twitter <laughs> at Will underscore Gottlieb. Don't be falling for any fake Gottliebs out there. Adults. Twitter is a weird place now, y'all. It is. Look for his it check is. mark. Look his. For the, look for the hair. And the perfectly coiffed hair. Also, Woof. look for his column dropping on allchgo.com, breaking down his thoughts from tonight's Bulls-Pels game. Will, we will talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Get home safe from the madhouse, yes, all right? Peace. <sighs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to go home. I feel good though. You feel good for me. I that's good. I like a therapeutic. Yes. Yeah. That's why I love doing this show so much. Because for me, once I get it out and we say it and we argue about it and we debate it, boom. All right, we're done. Let's relax. Let's recoup. Let's get to the next game because we are all here for Bulls victories and wins and helping this team get better that's and what talk we're talking about, about it. So, but yeah. you know, Zach. Enjoy these few days off. Rest yes. the knee. Rest the knee. Three more days of Lonzo theoretically Come getting on. closer now to play. Come, Come on, brain. Come on, now. baby. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Bulls got yeah, Kobe. Getting that contusion Hopefully together. He gets back. Drummond. Three that. days rest for Drummond and mm-hmm. that shoulder. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So the Bulls now have a three-day gap between games yeah. for the first time this season. They are off Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They'll mm-hmm. play Sunday night against the Nuggets and the Joker who come to town. Yeah. Uh, we will have a show for you guys tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so check that out. We'll be on YouTube. It'll also be in your podcast feeds, of course. Right. Uh, 2.30 p.m. Chicago time uh, tomorrow. And then we'll be off for a couple days between that and Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, but Love we will be man. there. Us, the GOAT, Joey. Yeah. He's going to be there. He'll be there. Will you be there, Bulls? Me and Dave might even host the show. Hey, dude, I would love that. I'll start my weekend right fucking now. Joey likes when I host, though. I think Big Dave is a phenomenal host. That's a fact. Oh, thank you, man. Y'all co-host. He's a great interviewer. I'm just going to chill tomorrow. Fine. You know what? I'll host, or Big Dave will host, and we'll just say, get all the dumb takes out. That you can, and we'll just air them out. Because it'll be, be a safe space. There'll be no hammering. There will be no calling out. See, that won't work because Matt's going to hear one of those takes. It'll be he's going to call in. Yeah. He's going to call right. in. Right. We're going to hear the I'll little. Ch- we're going to hear the chime from Mark's the bubble. Role, just hanging out in the comments, yep, but yep. then instead of Money D or somebody else, it'll be me yeah. yelling at people in the comments. It, right. It's a thing. We're going right. to have the little noise go off, and you guys are going to. Re- Wait a minute. Will, Will's, <laughs> Will's right here, though. Right. Who's calling in? Oh, it's Pac. Okay. Is that Matt? <laughs> Bro, guys! Oh, my God. Uh, Joey's on Twitter at Joey's Bathers. Follow him. Quest for 800. 800. Big Dave's at Pal, BAWL Sports. Ah. Will's underscore Peck. One more time, Will is at Will underscore Gottlieb. Stay we are face. out. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hit that thumbs up button for, before you head out. Appreciate you and love you, Bulls Nation. Love always, y'all, love always y'all. love you. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.